All right. How do you feel? I feel good. Are you comfortable? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We'll see how long it is Glad at the this end. This one's not uh, filmed. I'm definitely. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. That'll be the next phase. That yeah. Those parts of it. I think I'm just going to wear sunglasses. Just kind of deter it. Like, we won't show that part. I'm just going to wear sunglasses. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I also got to put like another, that's not enough light, unfortunately. No. I do have to put another one up, which would make it even worse. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's, you know. It's a learning curve. Figuring things out. Yeah. It's day one. Cool, cool. All right. So, welcome, everybody. What up? And by everybody, we hope we mean at least three other people. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be happy with that. I'm Matt. I'm Eli. We are the Veil Dude News. And this is the very first inaugural episode of the Liftline podcast. Yeah, podcast. Uh, this was, we're just another couple of white guys with a podcast again. Yep. But uh, you know, I'm not. We're not going to talk to you about sports betting. No. We're not going to talk to you about uh, crypto or anything stupid like that. Unless I come out with like maybe ski we get snowboard betting. Shit. Maybe we do our own fucking coin one day. Maybe that's the future of what was in store. I never really had a true vision, but. I mean, there's got to be ways to analyze that. We can figure it out. Yeah. We can find some smart guys. Yeah. All right. Well, just so everyone is uh, up to date with everything. Yeah, we started a fucking podcast. This is the fucking first episode. We will say things that (laughs) if you thought our stories were ridiculous and how we talked on those, uh, you'll probably enjoy the hell out of these. This is going to be. It's going to be a little like, you know. It's fun. I think it's It's fun. We'll make it comfortable. Definitely hilarity. Yeah, that's you know that's what uh, smoke you know smoke a smoke a little weed. Yeah, yeah, coffee at the moment, but maybe crack a beer. I could be down. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see where it all goes. Uh, The uh, the initial idea for this episode is to just do kind of like two parts to it. Yeah, but if you guys are in for a long haul, we can just kind of bang it out all at once. But uh, it's kind of just like setting up our format here. And uh, in part one, you're going to get to know the dudes. We like to call it, I know that dude. Yeah, we're going to have to bring everyone on here. One by one, we'll kind of swing them in. I think it'll and be fun. The buddies that have moved long and far, we can uh, we can get them in on the phone. I think some of the stories will be good. And maybe one day, if we're smart enough, we can figure out how to put like video and everything to all this. We can get like the FaceTime. Oh, I see. What yeah, you mean. really get the really get it going. Yeah, call yeah. some weird people. I know a guy. Yeah, you know a guy. Yeah, a tech guy. I got an IT guy. You got an IT guy. Yeah. All right, we got to sit down with him and figure some things out. Uh, other parts of the shows, uh, outside of just get to know that dude, uh, is you're gonna get, get you know just kind of some generic ski town culture questions. Certain people will get like some political, you know, and by political I don't mean like. Trump and shit. No. Like who you voting for. Like, Just more like, hey, there's some shit going town, on that people kind of need to be aware of. Town shit. Be aware. You know, like, hey, there's bears going around. I know you can't read signs, people, but be bear aware. Like, I'll say that here for you guys. You can tune in and be like, oh, cool. Thanks for this podcast. And now I know that there's a bear. There's a bed over here. Somewhere over there. A bed? No, over here with bears. A bear? Yeah. I have, because I have a bear on my street. You have a bear in your street? Oh, yeah. I mean, mine, uh, the bears around here are kind of chilling. 
They, they, chill, they chill right now, but... They're in a bit of a slumber. I'm also pretty sure we have, like, a mountain lion, which is not fun. No. That's terrifying. Yeah. The noises I've heard are fucking... Like, just getting mauled? Yeah, it's yeah, it's fucked up. Have you ever heard two mountain lions fuck? Nah. I don't know, maybe, I... What would you think a mountain lion fucking would sound like? I don't know. I don't, that's a good question. I imagine a aggressive purr. I don't know, man. I've never, I've never heard of any I figured it would be like a huge screech. <laughs> I figured it would be like a screech. All I heard them, they just like, they make the sketchiest, weirdest noises. Well, they're sketchy beings. Yeah. God bless them, but also fuck those things. Um, so we'll start actually out with a simple IG question because I saw one today. There's, I'm not going to lie, there wasn't many, yeah. but I don't care. There was enough to work with. And hopefully as we go, we get better. And you people get, you know, more creative with your ideas. But uh, it's from Melky Fresh. That's her. That's the handle. The milky fresh. Uh, um, they just want to know what is this about? Just people who's in and who's in line? And the answer is no. It's not about people in line or what's going on in line. Uh, it's just kind of like you're standing around waiting to do something in a lift line. What kind of rolls through your head? Yeah. All just the kind of nonsense. Maybe, <sighs> maybe go out and do like. Quick and lift line interviews. Get one of those little, little mics. Little Bluetooth ones. Yeah. That could be fun. And we then we can talk that. about those interviews and play them on here. Yeah, and talk. Well, Just kind of splice them in. Go out and get like. Find find the Jerry Arthurs. Talk to a tourist. Conversations with a tourist. Where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? What are your thoughts on. Uh, Housing crisis. What are your thoughts on uh, servers being annoyed by stupid people all day? Yeah, it's, it's, that's exhausting. We would probably get thrown off a chairlift. Oh, we're not going to talk to them on a chairlift. I'm talking about in the lift line. since. Yeah, but say you end up on a lift with one of those? No. I, we end the interview before. You can't, nope. can't rule out the possibility. No. Can't rule it out. It's going to happen. Unless it's like... Someone that we want to talk to? No. Who would be the most incredible person you could run into on a lift line? Well, McConkey, but that's not a possible. Alive or dead, whatever. Um, I'd say that would be sick. Hmm, let's see. I mean, I rode the chair with Glenn Plake, so that was uh, pretty rad. I gave him a pro call out. From behind yeah. the bar at work. He was fucking, he loved it. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out to Glenn Plake for being a fucking rad dude. Yeah, kind of setting up the idea. I would like to run into Sonny Bono. Well, <laughs> if you were a tree, he ran into you. Oh, Too soon? No. No. It's been years. <laughs> Has it been? That no. joke stays in. <laughs> That's not going anywhere. <laughs> So to answer your question, Milky Fresh, that's what this is. 
Yeah, you we'll just, figure it out as we go. Yeah, but the general right. premise is you'll just kind of get to know the dudes and other Yeah, we'll get into more things as like we introduce more people. We'll figure out more things and ideas styles. to do. It's very... I'd like to get a couple fluid. of like the iconic skiers and riders that we have in town to sit down sometimes. They'd be pretty fun to ch- chat with. Yeah, get a taco with them. See. Yeah, get a taco. That'd be good. Maybe Rocky Mountain Taco get on this. Talks and tacos. Tacos and talks. Tacos and talks. <sighs> talks and tacos, tacos and talks. I like it. I can do it on Tuesdays. Yeah. I like this. Now we got more commitments too. All right, but We'll dive right in. Let's do it. Let's start off. It's called uh, I Know That Dude. 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 Who is that dude? So we're just, for this first episode, because there's the two of us, you know, get to know each other. I know know Matt pretty well, but there's certain questions that I'm excited to ask to get to know him a little bit better. And I think he's going to like... Asking the same, because he's just going to ask me the same question right back. I'm going to ask one to him, he's going to answer it, and then he's going to ask me that same one back. And then we go back and forth from there. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it out. Two, get two birds stoned at once. Let's do it. Kind of like we just did with that Dutch master. Very That's a fucking wow. straight up Dutch master, too. Yeah. West Lion's Head Liquor. I, uh, I hate that I'm going to say this because it's going to blow it up and like ruin my chances of getting them. But from time to time, these guys have the full cigar, not the cigarillos. Oh, not no, that I love the said. cigarillos. You know, I make them work. Yeah, like you just said. But like the full cigar. Mm-hmm. If you guys love Dutch Masters from you know an East Coast kid like me, yeah, pop into Lion's Head Liquor from time to time. They, you might get lucky, or you might be behind me. Who, when I see a full box, I just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So our first, I know that dude question is if you're in your thirties, like Matt and I here, I call it ASL. ASL, age, sex, location. Yeah, that was what it was. That's what it was. Age, sex, location. Yeah. And a good trivia question is if you can, if you listen to this episode and you can message me back exactly where that's from, I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll find something in my cabinet. I think I got some chili still. I definitely got some rice and beans. Sweet. I can hand something out to somebody. So if you're listening and you can tell me where ASL comes from, age, sex, location, and where it was used, you got something free coming your way. So after you hear this, just shoot me a message. Uh, right at Veil Dude News. All right. So we're changing it to age, ski or snowboard, how long you lived in Vail. Cool. All right, so ASL fired off. Uh, so I am 33 right now. I'll be 34 in, I guess, like a week. What is today? What's the date? It's the 24th of February. So yeah, in, in seven days, on the first, I'll be 34. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the second? There's only 28 days in. Yeah, and what day is it? The 4th? 24th. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's in less than a week. <laughs> Math is tough. All right. With weeks it is, yeah. We're going to have fun on that day. Yeah. Uh, for you, I think it's a Wednesday. Perfect. Yeah. That lines up nicely. Yeah. Get yeah. it up. Get out there. Have some fucking fun. And then, uh, yeah, um, I ski and snowboard. What's your, um, what's your primary? Right now, I've been skiing mostly. Um, but I've snowboarded for like 17 years, I guess. 
What's still you, do? I've snowboarded this year again. Did you start snowboarding and switch to skiing, or? Uh yeah, I I started snowboarding. You snowboarded first, and then you went to the dark side. Yeah, no one in my family really skied, so I just started doing it when I was like, I guess, thir- thirteen. Yeah, I think something like that. Twelve, thirteen. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, just started snowboarding off the bat. I had surfed and skated. So snowboarding was pretty fun and natural standing sideways. But you needed something different. Yeah. Yeah. You needed to feel a little less cool. I had tried. Well, so (laughs) if if you want the truth, I mean, um, so in college, definitely sold weed. Um, and Don't worry, I, think I the would. Only, uh, I, the only cop that's going to listen to this is in our group chat. Yeah, Corb. <laughs> and I, I never like. I never was trying to have my parents suspect that I had all this cash. Um, so I would just buy stuff like skis and snowboards and surfboards. Oh yeah, because it's easier to tell your parents about the stuff you got instead of just the cash <laughs> that you're hiding. <laughs> like that. Thousand dollar items, like, like yeah, I can keep a couple thousand oh, bucks in a shoebox, but the man, they things. won't notice a pair of skis. <laughs> so I decided, <laughs> I, I, like one at one time, I just was like, I'm gonna try skiing. So I was like, I'm gonna buy these skis, boots, bindings, poles. Like I'm gonna go for this. Like why not? Why not? And so I went in, paid in all cash. Like, like a boss. had my buddy hold on to him. I think for. A little bit, and then I brought him home after a trip to Vermont, I think, up to visit Winegast. And my mom was like, what are those? I was like, oh, I got them from Matt's buddy in Vermont for like 300 bucks or something. And yeah, I was just like, and so I I would try skiing every once in a while. Um, It was reckless. I mean, and I'm not going to lie, my first ski trip ever. Uh, to Whistler I told Winegast I was like We're gonna be in Whistler Like I have to ski I always said I would ski Whistler Yeah but so, you could say I wanted to ski Whistler And still snowboard And it would count I know No well I rode The whole time Cause that's what I primarily did Then That's all I did then Um But I rented skis The one day And It was Impressive Winegast was like <laughs> I can't believe You're actually doing this And I mean just riding Like the terrain park and stuff. Terrain park's fucking big there. And, like, just, like, cruising through there with wine gas, like, I, dude, skis were crazy. I was like, this is insane. And so I, okay. bought, I bought that pair of skis and then so tried the, skiing so the, every so once in a while. So the moral of the story really comes down to if you sell drugs, you'll become a skier. Well, I also bought a bunch of snowboards, too, during that time. <laughs> but you, you, you betrayed us. Yeah, I was about a surfboard, a bunch of surfboards, yeah, yeah. a couple of customers. You, you went to the dark side. Yeah, I just. And I know all you skiers will say the snowboarding is the dark side, but. Yeah. Nah. We have so much fun. No, I love it. I love them both. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah. Little uh, buzzy. No, I love them both. I still snowboard every year. Yeah. It's, mm. um. Yeah, it never gets old. <laughs> but I it's will just tell too you. Fun. Yeah, when I went to skiing, though. It reinvented Vail, man. It made it so much harder. It was wild. How? 
Because I'd never really skied. I mean, dude, I bought those skis and I maybe skied them fucking like eight to ten oh, times. Okay, it was, yeah, just, I it never was just more the general like you as a skier. Not I, like... I never, I never like skied enough days in a row when I had bought those skis to ever like actually do it well, like that well. I could like rip, like go fast and like slide my tails out and turn and stuff, but it was not pretty. <laughs> and then once I started skiing like every day I was like, Oh, this is fun as shit. Yeah. But right. you know teach them. I own. still love snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. And uh the last one on the how ASL. How long have I lived how in you, How long you been here? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. <sighs> I can't do that. Little again. little follow up to that. Uh yeah. Okay. Little, little yeah. follow up for so from your first year? To now, eight years later. Yeah. What's the craziest things that's changed about Vale? It's gotten harder to live here every year. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I'm not even joking. Like, that's, that's a crazy thing. Like, I've been in my apartment that I'm at now for like six years, five and a half, six years, I think. Uh, so, I mean, it's like you're not necessarily in crisis. No, I'm not, but I've looked at, like, I would love to, like, move over to, to West Valley, something. like, something, yeah, yeah that's and don't get me wrong, like, yeah, you can't find it, it's like, I was like, oh, cool, well, at least, you know, I still got a place, yeah, yeah, but, luckily, no, trust me, I get it, my girlfriend wants to move out of East Vale, she's like, yes. It's just so shady over there. See, I'm not, it's cold. I got light. I got sunlight all day. I'm not really in Eastvale. I'm oh, on yeah, the you're north on the side. Cusp. Yeah, I'm on that. You're like, actually true Eastvale. She's West Copper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, She's I'm, in the I'm, thick. I'm golf course north. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna just be, a I'm gonna be swinging sticks on that course this year. Nice. Boys, me and the boys are switching it up. We're coming over from Eagleville. Oh yeah. Eagleville. Check it's it out. It's gonna be fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'll have to play over there. Yeah. We'll get out. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I got the putt stuff. Podcast, putt stuff. Gonna, yeah, yeah, putt stuff. Yeah, that's that's gonna come <laughs> up stuff. this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can come uh, out and yeah, me with that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun one. So, what about you, ASL? I am a I'm a 1989 model, uh, high mileage for a 33 year old. Yeah, put some wear and tear on these these knees. How many surgeries have you had? <sighs> Only two, but that's not to say that I haven't had numerous things that I probably should have. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I just was like, yeah, you know, fuck it. I'm, it's no big deal to me right now. Hindsight, if you guys are ever feeling like you should take care of your body, fucking do it. It gets, it catches up to you real quick. Uh, but yeah, 33 years old. Be 34 in July. So I got a little bit of time left before I get to that part. Oh. And uh, I got to say, like, you know, turning 21, that was fun. But then, like, 23 was a good one, the Jordan year. Yeah, what's my age again? And then, uh, yeah, Blink-182. Yeah. And then there's really nothing exciting after that. It just is like... 25, you can rent a car. Yeah, but uh, you should own a car. (laughs) You shouldn't need to rent a car at that point. Well, hopefully by 25, you're taking vacations. Hopefully, so but reality is, is that you're probably not. Or if you are taking a vacation, you're blowing all your money on the hotel and all your booze that you ain't got money for a car. 
Thank you. 25. But everybody I know from the East Coast, I don't know if it's similar for you. From or you um, just went New somewhere. York, you're New Jersey. But everyone I knew growing up, they always went to the same place. They just went to fucking Miami. They went to the same spot every fucking year. And I was like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? This is so stupid. Like, let's go. I like going somewhere to do something. Let's go to Colorado. Like, let's go to can, Utah. Let's go to go, Wyoming. You can go drink anywhere. And they're just like, no, dude, we're going to go lay on the beach. Just, cool. That I'd sounds really fucking shit. lame. Yeah, that's um, why I'd rather do fun shit. Go somewhere where I can do something. Yeah. Um, so second part of ASL. Uh, I'm a snowboarder. Have you Former. ever skied? Yeah. Yeah. When I was a toddler. Nice. Uh, so when I was a kid, mom and dad, uh, two fun old hippies, awesome nice. people. They used to take us to Taos when we were kids. Me and my brother. Nice. Uh, I've never been to Taos still. I've been dying to go back because I haven't been there since we were, like, learning to ski at that point. But our parents took us there because it was, like, number one ski school in the country when we were growing up in the 90s. So my parents were like, oh, we'll go. Like, oh, you know, Taos, check out Santa Fe, all this nonsense. I, like, vaguely remember it. I was young. Um, I do remember one instance in ski school. And this, looking back on it, makes a lot of sense that this kid ended up as a skier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but like so like you know we're in ski school you know parents drop you off in ski school we're there and you know like they have you go it's mostly just like a p- indoor playground it's just babysit like you're just at daycare and then there's like this little slope out the back they didn't bring you to Taos because of the number one ski school they, they brought you there so they could go fucking rip while yeah, you were they in, were having a good while time while you were in a probably yeah. pretty good ski school and a good, like best ski school in the country but they were just but like, like we're going who cares yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, like, they, they, they don't <laughs> give a shit like they're just we're here to have fun and this occupies the kids because they don't know how to do it but think, at least in the future parent, like the idea th- was oh we could all ski together as a family like that was there yeah. I am now the only person left in my family who does anything winter like that None of them do it anymore. So yeah. that's like weird to me that I'm the only one who stuck to it. Yeah, that's like, well, my dad did it when he was younger, but he he had knee surgeries, um, doesn't want to ski anymore. So, and my sister came out here, like my family came out. My sister took, I think, like a couple ski lessons and had fun. Yeah. But she's a physical therapist, so, so can't get hurt. We stopped going to Taos because um, my dad had to get his like knee scoped one year yeah and uh the next year while ice skating my mom fell and in protecting me in the fall she cracked her tailbone and it's over now and then boom yeah you ain't going yeah no two years in a row so two years in a row we didn't go and then our family friend a babysitter she had friends that owned a place up in uh lake george area like gore mountain yep which is i've been to gore which is that like unlike anything in the east coast it's it's icy and yeah. <laughs> it's actually like relatively steep too it, it, like I think it's it pretty has, wild i think it has one of the steepest i think in the top five don't hold me to this but i think in the top five steepest runs in the u.s definitely the east coast i want to say i'll definitely give him that tom zabin would know the answer i want to say it's like the plungers i i don't know I gotta think about it. Let me see. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Give me a t- look. We can Google that yeah. while you're Googling that. Um, so, yeah, we go up to Lake George, go to Gord Mountain, staying at this place. And on the way to the mountain, we stop at a shop to rent our skis. It's my mom, my brother, and I. And we walk in the door, and this is like in the two years that we didn't go from skiing, you know, in those two years, I got my first skateboard. 
I never surfed or anything, but I got my first skateboard. And I was like, all right, sick. Like, I got this. And then I, the guy looks at me and he goes, you guys renting skis or snowboards? Ooh. And I was like, yo, what's a snowboard? Picks it up, shows me, because you strap your feet in. Stand side, like, you skate. I was like, I'm just like, you know, I just what got my year first skateboard. Is this? I mean, I'm like 11 or 12 at this point. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm in. Fucking done. Looked at my mom, was like, yeah, we're doing this. And she goes, well, that means you're going to have to go to ski snowboard school. You don't have to go to ski school if you rent skis. You, you got to go to snowboard school if you rent, you know, snowboard. I was like, man, that's fucking bogus. But whatever, this thing's going to be fucking cool. I got this. I did one day of snowboard lessons, and the very next day, like at the end of the day, the instructor goes, you know, this kid, he's fine. He'll be just fine out there on his own. The very next day, next to the beginner bunny hill is the tubing hill. Yeah. I'm fucking trying to ride it like a half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> just like a sheet of just fucking, Yeah, my brother, my brother gave up after day one. He's like, nah, fuck this. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to go ride this thing. And he just was looking at me like, what the hell is this kid doing? I'm like, oh I'm just God. riding a little fucking snowboard for the first time ever, riding a fucking tubing hill as a half pipe. That's, yeah. Reckless from day one. And you know how everything's icy on the East Coast? I found this stat. What do we got? Um... It opened in 1995. It's called The Rumor at Gore Mountain. Um, the trail has a 70% pitch. <laughs> 70%. That's what that's it fucking like, in, Inbounds on the East Coast. So It's like Alaska. It's got to be a death shoot. It's got to be like one portion. Is it like steep drop? And then it's Look like, up how many people have died on it. There's got to be a, it's, There's got to be at least one. That's a 70% slope. On sheet of ice oh, in Gore Mountain, man. Yeah, dude, Gore Mountain has some super steep trails. Like I'm glad I grew up riding those mountains back east. I had a lot of fun with them, but I'm so glad that I'm here now. Um, which, yeah, that's a perfect shift. I've been here ten years. Nice. This is my tenth winter season here in Vail. Nice. Congrats on the decade. Ah, oh, dude, man, it's it flew, flew by. And the craziest part of it all is just how many people have come and gone. Yes. Like the turnover for me is from year one, the first of the first like 10 people I met, three of them moved the first year, like before the winter ended. Still see them from time to time. Good buddies. But then it's just been like a good mainstay. But the amount that actually have turned over, it's pretty wild seeing all that shit here. Yeah. But, man, yeah, 10 years. Nice. Yeah, my body fucking feels it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you just don't stop here. No. <laughs> no. And that's, like, the killer part of it. Like, you just feel you, you have to do it all the time, which I don't want to get too deep into that right now because yeah. we do have that up as a topic today, and it's the 100-day season. It's just exhausting. It's fun. It's awesome, but we'll yeah. dive into that. All right. I think we kind of. I got sick and ended up at like. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's All right. Swim. Question two. I know that, dude. What's your hometown? Give us a little about it. Like the, dar like the dark shit. Huh? Should I ask you first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Let it out. Oh, shit. Hometown. A little bit of why you left for Vale. Fail isn't a place you went to home where it was. 
If you didn't go Vail right from home, where'd you go before Vail? <laughs> there you go. I was like, I know I didn't write that like Charlie Kelly. <laughs> it's like, it's not perfect English. But me, good. Yeah, me, right, vote, good. Vote yeah, me. vote me. <laughs> America. <laughs> Bald Eagles. <laughs> uh, oh, all right, yeah, no. Uh, vale is where... Actually, no. So I, I lived, grew up Bedford, New York really really I'll use my vocabulary here very affluent area like my Nate my buddy's neighbors were like celebrities and you walk around town you see like you know so like yeah Mike Myers at the restaurant next to the movie theater in her hometown you know I played me. baseball with Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon's kid shout out Jack what up dude mm. I haven't seen you since that year but I remember that we won a World Series for Little League and Partied at your dad's house. Tim right. Robbins, cool guy. Um, I watched him get stung by a bee and go, fuck, like super loud. <laughs> and we were a bunch of like a fucking 11 year olds. <laughs> it's awesome. Do you remember the first time your parents heard you say fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That was my, my mom was like blown away. My dad was more just like, uh, you gotta, there's context here. You got to use it properly. My grandparents heard it too. Oh, yeah. Did they pop the ruler out on you? No. I mean, it was no, because I was playing in a soccer game. So you at least had some time before it all I came back a, at you. I ya. was a keeper, and I, I I went to clear a ball, and it hit a little run and bounced over my foot and went in the goal. And I was pretty heated, you know, so I yelled, fuck. Fuck. And yeah, after the game, my mom was like, "Yeah, well, it's real nice. Your grandparents heard that." Jeez. And they hey, apparently they weren't stoked. But hey. last game they probably ever came to. No. <laughs> no. They turned their hearing aids down for the rest of it, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> now my boy, my, our grandson Matthew doesn't talk like that. Yeah, he's no. a good boy. Oops. I never hear him say it, ma'am. He literally just shouts "fuck" every time he kicks the ball. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> And now it's like kids just curious about whatever. Sorry for getting off on that rant. Nah, that's all good. Uh, but then, yeah, so after growing up in Bedford, Westchester County, went to college in Long Island, lived out there for a few years, which is why I won't say it's the first, Vail's the first place I've been. But after that, I did move back to my parents' place for like a year and a half before I got here. And then, yeah, uh, I left there because New York... I have no fucking problem saying this, and I'm not even going to apologize for it. New York sucks. Nah, like, it fucking, know. it blows. There are good, well, there are great people in New York, New and there's gigantic. great things to surround yourself with. Are you talking Long Island? But, oh, Long Island itself is, it can be its own state. I'm all for it. Don't, like, I hate being, Long Island being associated with New York. But, Yeah. I specific, well, like, like of the like the mass population. Yeah, there's more people there that are the most self-centered people in the world. There's a reason why they all got casted for the show Jersey Shore. <laughs> there's a reason. It's because they knew that they were going to put the worst people in the world on television and be like, perfect. And everyone's going to look and be like, all oh, these people are from fucking Jersey. And it's just like, no. no. Fucking Staten Island, Long Island, Queens. Which, by the way, if you ever ask somebody from Queens where they're from, you go, oh, I'm from Queens. Like, you can be like, oh, you mean Long Island? They'd be like, no, fuck you, I'm from Queens. <laughs> Guess where Queens is? It's on Long Island. <laughs> like, it's just an oblivious nature 
to hear people talk about it. It's unreal what the mindset of Long Island is. I only really went to Long Island to surf. I never spent any time there, really. You're better off just not talking to people. And, like, it's just sometimes it's easier. But, I mean, I I left it because I hated the culture that I was surrounded by. Mm. I spent my entire childhood watching fucking Warren Miller films. And, like, into my 20s, like, you know, Travis Rice was starting to drop, like, Art of Flight. You know, that's it. That's all. I know that's named those out of order but like those movies yeah, yeah. started dropping I'm sitting here like man fuck I love snowboarding I'm not playing ball anymore like let's go like fuck it let's just fuck it and I was trying to work for this job that will send me out to Denver and they never fucking did it so I was like screw you guys I'm just, yeah. here's my two weeks I found a job in Vail and I'm out I'm supposed to end up in actually first job I got hired for in Colorado was in Keystone nice I would have you, live, you lived in Keystone? No. Uh, so I got hired for it. I couldn't make their timeline for when I had to be there. Uh, so they just referred me to a shop in Vail. And they were like, oh, they're more flexible. Talk to the woman, Celine. Shout out. Get me out here. Awesome lady. Um, interviews me. And she's like, you know, you're taking a downgrade in your position. I was like, you know, shop manager going from just a supervisor. She's like, you're way qual- overqualified. But I was like, yeah, I just kind of don't care. I want to live in Vail. That's and same, yeah. Yeah, she gives me the fucking job. I tell her, like, if you if you hire me right now, I'll hang up and call you back in five minutes because I'm going to call my boss and put in my two weeks. After my two weeks, I'll drive across the country and give me a week to do that. Be there in three weeks. She was like, okay, works for me. I was like, sweet, I'm out, done. Hang up the phone, call my old bosses. Hey, Bill, what's up? Uh, what's up, Eli? What's going on? Uh, I'm just going to tell you I quit. Uh, wh- what? You quit? Yeah. Why? Because I found a job in Colorado that you dicks weren't giving me. What were you doing? I was running Lacrosse Unlimited like retail stores. Huh. Lacrosse. I it's the devil word in this town, and I'm so sorry that I have to admit this about myself. But I want everyone to know this. I fucking hate lax bros too. Like I fucking hate them. <laughs> and there's a lot of us that get mixed into it because there's a lot of bad eggs in the group. But there are some of us that are not that intense. And also a lax bro like me. Is just a bro if you just if I'm just the same person I just do like I played a sport yeah I mean a very uh what would I say about it it's got a I think there's those history? people in every sport though I think baseball players are the yeah worst. I was just gonna say they're the cocky but that's the dudes. thing I played baseball and I'm just a bro. Yeah, like, exactly. Like it's just I'm just a bro. I just happen to do the these day, things too. Like, like you wouldn't look at a guy on the Yeti and like, like, be like, "Oh, never, you're a hockey player." It's like, no, you're a fucking bro. Dude, dude, I was so much more invested in like, like just surfing and knowing about that and just reading. Yeah, I did everything stuff like snowboarding. I always loved those sports. I played, I played football, I like, I soccer, like baseball, so lacrosse, more. basketball. And at the same time, I snowboarded. I was skating up to a certain point before I was like, all right, I can't. I got, See, I, since I, I started I later, I just. on the sports side of things. Yeah, I skated. But I still did all those things. I was like, I just love everything. This is a lot of fun. So, you know, and my life went, you know, to college with lacrosse. And then when I was done with that shit, I was like, cool, I'm out. I'm going to go to Colorado and put snowboarding at the centerpiece of my life. And yeah, I got out here, quit that job. Uh, instead of the seven days I told her I would take the drive out here, it took me 12, 14. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stopped and stayed in Minnesota with my buddies for a couple of days and got a little out of hand. Uh, but it was totally worth it. And 
home was home was a beautiful area, like Rome, like spanning horse farms, a lot of space, a lot of green, but you still were too close to the city. Yeah. And then college in Long Island was just like, wow, this place sucks. I'm having fun. I'm having a blast. I've met some great people. Like I have great friends in my life from there. But at the end of the day, the whole kind of culture of it, I fucking hated. Like I couldn't stand it. Okay. So, you know, it was what it was. Left, went home, and then said, screw it, I'm going to Colorado. Hmm. If I'm going to move it to a ski town, I'm not going to go to Vermont. I'm going to go somewhere that's worth it. Give it a shot. And fucking 10 years later, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a lot of kids in high school did a massive amount of cocaine when they were like 17. And I'm not talking like Colorado cocaine. We're talking like these kids were getting rich kid cocaine, which is a lot of baking soda. I mean, yeah, I grew up in an affluent area too. We'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. No, that's the you're actually up. Hometown. A little bit about it. I'm from. Why'd you leave? Demarest, New Jersey. Um, Is that north or south? North, like. 10 minutes from Tri-State 10 minutes from the GWB like G-dubs yeah that's the George Washington Bridge for people who are not from the Tri-State screw that they should you should make them look it up that's the funny thing though like I told them dude I can't imagine someone coming from out of state like driving around there and putting on the radio for traffic and being like oh the BQE the LIE like Cross Bronx like everything like are you kidding me like yeah. Imagine listening Being to that. Being an out-of-towner. Have, yeah, having no idea what the, like, you're looking for the traffic and you have no idea what they just said. Yeah. So, yeah, I grew, up, I grew up there. I mean, I was born in Fairlawn. Well. Is it on the coast? No. Inland? Yeah. Um, How far were you from the water? Well, the Hudson River. <laughs> the ocean. The ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on which one. You can be at one in probably half hour, 40 minutes. But I mean, that's not bad. The one where, like, where I lifeguard and stuff was probably like an hour, 15, hour and a half. But, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Getting into living down there in the summers. What was the worst thing about that town? Nothing. Like, Nothing? The town, no. Was never like the towns where I lived, or like you go out to seaside though. It's rowdy. It's, that's it's fun though. Beach is never a bad time. I can argue that with you for hours, but cool. I don't think we have enough time on this. <laughs> no, but well, I moved out here. Um, I after after school, um, after college, I moved back up north and was substitute teaching and working at a ski shop long story short eventually transitioned to just working at the ski shop more and more because I was making more money there um and eventually was just like hey you know what um I'd come out to visit uh Colorado like three times at that point my first time I was with my buddy Will you come to Vail? Uh, no, uh, we drove past Vail. I got I got into Denver. No, um, if you, I'll tell you, we got they picked me up in Boulder, and we started driving. And the first mountain that I rode in Colorado the next morning was Silverton. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out, kid from New Jersey. Hot dog. Yeah, I think I was like twenty-one. And right in the thick of it. 
Yeah, it was a fun time. And then we went to Telluride the next day. Came out to visit Weingast and Andy Saad. Because they had moved out here. And after visiting for two years, I was like, I could just move there. And so I told my boss, um, I was like, hey, like, I'm going to move to Vail. And he's like, what do you need? Like, how much money do you want? And I was like, well, I even gave an option. I could have stayed there. Um, I wanted a tune. I didn't want to be on the floor anymore. I didn't want to deal with people. Even though I'm like, let's boot fitting and stuff. I didn't want to do that shit anymore. So, yeah. I was like, I just want to chill in the back with music, tune, skis, snowboards. I still do that shit. Yeah. And I still set skis. And he was like, no, like, I can't do it, man. I was like, like, I don't need a raise. I just want to do that. And then he was like, no, like, I'll give you $24 an hour to work the floor. And I was like, no. And he's like, 28. And I was like, I will take 20 to work in the tune shop. <laughs> I, I, can, I can go to Vail and work the floor and, like, ride every day. And so I was like, he, I, I was like, I'm not staying here to work the floor. Yeah, no dice. I mean, it's so not like out. here. It's like working at one of two shops in North New Jersey, just getting your ass kicked every shift. Yeah. How far were you from Mountain Creek? 40, 45, 50 minutes, depending on if it's new and snow. I actually had one of the best night riding, like, pound nights ever. <laughs> Fucking Mountain Creek, baby. Yeah, that place. Best terrain park. Well, one of the best on the East Coast. I, I mean, East Coast was all terrain park. Yeah. I mean, they were notorious. I mean, Mountain Creek just had one whole peak to, dedicated to it, which was yeah, pretty and awesome. and that's just like the kind of classification for like the places that had the best. And Mount I'd Snow say... was one of them. They had that whole area. After I stopped playing baseball is when I really started progressing more. Because... Yeah, you put more into it. Well, baseball was always in the spring, and so... I didn't want to, like, get hurt in the winter, but once I stopped playing baseball, I was like, cool, I can just get after yeah, it. Yeah, see, I made the opposite decision. I dropped snowboarding <laughs> to stay focused on sports and not yeah, get no. hurt for that. I, I used I I use snowboarding, no snowboarding, snowboarding in the winter because I didn't, I didn't play a winter sport. Uh, I was like, I stayed in shape doing that. I would go ride every weekend. Yeah. I had buddies yeah. that, like, I, you know, they'd play their, they'd wrestle winter track basketball or some shit and... Like, yeah, fuck that. Like, this is just way easier, way more fun. But definitely took, definitely took a pay cut to come out here. Yeah. I mean, it was well, you want to know it's crazy? Worth it, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, here's the crazy thing. Eight years ago, I think I was getting paid $11 an hour. And I was getting paid that because I could boot fit. And, yeah. like, I knew what I was doing. So that's the only, it would have been like $10 an hour, Man, I you think. Gotta, you got to negotiate yourself better. As all I got to say, do 11 bucks an hour? Dude, I tried. I moved here. I, I, I worked moved at here I worked at Burton, a small Burton and Vale. Like, no. I moved here and was working the the Ritz Carlton ski shop, and I was making eight, sixteen talking, an hour. You're talking, yeah. You worked for that that actual actual corporation. I worked for Vale. No, it's because I, I I did. That yeah, was Vale. That is uh, well. Yeah, and I thought it was just like this is what I want. Well, I'm, I'm sure like, the Ritz uh, is okay. bring, the Ritz is bringing in more money than Burton, but either way, yeah. I, I sent that. I sent most people to Burton. I'm like, oh, we hit the snowboard. Yeah, go to Burton. Yeah, yeah, more than what I got. That's how I came out. I, I only have like 150 pairs of skis, so yeah, they got Shout more than I got. BT, that was my first manager out here with Andrew nice. Saad as an assistant manager. Hell yeah. 
Alright, let's move yeah. on to the next one. This is a good one. You could say it as your favorite and least favorite, but best and worst thing about Vale. Or if you want to go Colorado as in a, a hole. Uh huh. That's a good one. That's more things about Vale. Well, I mean, Vale's awesome in a lot of ways. It's also rough in a lot of ways. Um, say one of the worst things about Vale is that it's not really a town. It's just a village. Yeah. Which is like. Aspen's it's, cool because you walk around. Yeah, Breck's a town. Yeah. Like, the only other place I've been to like that, I think, is like Whistler. Uh, that's yeah. like more of a village. Well, like Copper and Keystone, obviously, but. But, yeah. Nothing like this. No. Like, I've been to Copper. Copper's got a base. It's, it's, also, it's also nice having that, that aspect. That village is too. in a town. It's also nice as- here. having that aspect, too. But, I mean. But like, it, I'm it, not going to say the housing crisis. Like, I'm fine, but it kind of sucks. Um, but I think it's the best is just having access to a great world-class mountain within, like, five minutes of my house. Yeah. Uh, having access to water in the summer to raft and fish. And everything at your fingertips. Yeah, like yeah. it's just wake up one day. Oh, we'll it's cool, day. and also oh, it's like, sunny. Let's go hit the river. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Like, oh, you're it's in sunny. a you're in this little valley. No rain in the forecast. Let's crack. go camping. Like yeah. that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Like how Vale's weird is like it's this little tiny valley in the middle so of this small. tiny valley. Like every other place is like pretty open. Like, yeah, a lot of places are more open. Yeah, which yeah. you get earlier sunsets, but way fucking cooler ones. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What's your favorite, worst, least favorite thing and favorite thing about Vail? My least favorite's easy. It's not fucking steep enough. Well, yeah. Everybody That's like, knows that. Like, it's, I, lo- I want everyone to understand, I love this place. But after, like, traveling out and, like, going to, like, different mountains, oh, yeah. like, going to Utah, going to Wyoming, going even up to Montana, like, going those places... Oh. oh my god We are this rolling To the bottom valley Which is amazing Provides some great terrain And we have plenty of options There's plenty of steep stuff to get to in Vail I'm talking about sustained pitch And that's the one thing that like I Is like my least favorite thing about it okay. um, But Yeah I mean there's, there's worse mountains for traversing I think Breck is worse for that There's cool stuff to do at Breck Like you get over to Peak 6 There's some rad stuff out there but it's getting there. That's what, like what's your favorite such a pain in the ass. Ever? Yeah, Jackson. Fucking Jackson. Yeah. Man. There's no question. I haven't been to Jackson. Like it man, the first time you go there, it you're you're just puckered up. See, that's how it's like tight as fucking butthole getting on those lifts. A lot of places you're just, in Whistler. Yeah, you're just looking up from the bottom. It was wild. And you're just looking at, you know, hearing Avi bombs like not even far from you. Like they're just right above you. And you're just like, oh, they set something off. Are we safe down here? No, they had a, they had then, a uh, can, like a, basically like a cannon. Yeah. Like a howitzer or something. Fucking nuts. Like, right in these trees. But and like, they were just blasting in the morning when you got off the gondola as loud as fuck. Yeah. 
But like you just like sit. But that's at the also base, like such a cool looking up at this thing. wild, wild terrain at just a sustained top to bottom four thousand feet vertical. Well, that's what I find so crazy. Like, it's like I love the way going places because you can ski. Like you look at all these things and it's like, yeah, that's all skiable. Yeah. It's like hell yeah. Yeah. Like I, I there's never been a really like closed sign i've seen at jackson unless it's for like avalanche mitigation or like for the something like that if it's there and you're willing to do it i also understand why they just say go for it val does it like because they've made it disneyland so they have to make sure everything's yeah but they i think they do it a little too well it's not them we'll get into this another time but them like closing runs and stuff is really gonna piss people off oh yeah but shut down for another time as the season goes around um but yeah, that's that's it's not steep enough. That's my worst thing. Favorite? My favorite kind of it almost counter my worst thing mm. about it. But the best thing about it is like the unlimited access that we have in bounds at this fucking place. Yeah, yeah. How, that's like, what I was saying. How vast it is. is I, I can get so much more done in a day here at five thousand acres terrain. Versus a place like Jackson that's only like it's like under three thousand acres of terrain, but like I can you can hit the whole mountain there in a day. You can ride every lift. Um, it's not hard. You can get a couple runs on each lift, but in Vail you can. When are we doing literally a lift do challenge? Every lift. Yeah. I mean, I'm on my way to doing it. That's just overall in the season. Wow. But I'm saying in a day, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure that out. That'll be a good one. But. Like, you can start your day in Lion's Head, kind of putzing around through the trees, dip right off the back into Ricky's, and then go from there out into what my favorite chair on the mountain is, the Chair 11 with Northwoods. I hit an awesome pocket with Prima North and South Rim all in that one little corner. And then you, as soon as Blue Sky opens, you just get to go out there. And it's like, sweet, now I get to come out here, find some big stuff to jump off of. And then if it's like, ah, oh, it's not like a deep day to jump off stuff, you just have the option to go to the other bowls where it's more open and relaxed terrain. It's like, oh, sweet, awesome. Yeah. And again, the only thing I wish about it was that it was just a little bit fucking steeper. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'd just go so much fucking faster. I also wish, like, could have less crowds. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. Who does but everywhere, I, uh, everywhere I've traveled so far, they all deal with crowds. It's not special to us. Shout out to Brighton who had no lines. Brighton was the gem. Brighton. God bless him. Yeah. Solitude Brighton's wasn't no bad basement. either. Um, well, now because you got to pay for parking. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, still whatever. worth no, it. That's a dope mountain. It is. But but those, that, those canyons even, dude, are so going, cool. going this year to Park City, like just a couple of weeks ago, Yeah. Th- did how many freaking Jerry's <laughs> did you see? Uh Zero. I was working a demo, so it was all industry people. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this: all the all the Jerry's that like used to see like on a routine basis here, like the beginners that were like in terrain that like shouldn't shouldn't be in, dude, they're all going to Utah. Yeah, they fly into Salt Lake City. They're 20, 30 minutes away from where they need to be. Wow. They don't, they're tired of flying into Denver, and then <laughs> hopefully getting a two hour drive to here. On a good day, which doesn't exist. Corb didn't even get home. Was Corb going down or coming up? I don't know, man. Who knows which way he's going? What was that? He doesn't tell you because he's undercover. To Denver, he didn't even make it. He didn't even make it back. He didn't. But that's like, yeah, like on a good day, which means there's no traffic and there's no weather. Yeah, you're getting here two two hours hours at 
the best chance possible. Not How often sound. in the winter are you going to have no traffic or no weather? You always got like kind of one of them. It's rare Not you get a clear bougie, day. Not bougie, but I fly out of Eagle. Yeah, but that's your alternative is well, you spend also, a couple extra bucks and you fly you can, out of Eagle. You know, oh, here, I'm going to tell everyone, um, if you can prove you live in Eagle County, you get, I think, $100 back on your flight at your check-in. I know, that's tight. Yeah. So there goes your, like, shuttle ride down to Denver. The yeah. shuttle, shuttle rides ain't $65 anymore <laughs> like they used to oh, be. Oh, man, they're getting balls, balls deep on their pricing. All right. You got the next one? Yeah, next question. Um, Fired up. What brand type of toilet paper do you buy? I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is one of these questions where I think you can learn a lot about a person. I like to cut. I like to cut deep. I don't want to know what kind of like. I don't want to know what your favorite food is. I love all food. That's easy. But yeah, toilet paper. I buy cotton now, and here's the reason why. Okay. Cotton is the one with the waves, like the ridges. Yeah. Shit's got grip. Cool. Cleans. I tried, you know, Charmin. Charmin's good stuff. Angel Soft, not bad. But it doesn't, it, you know, it takes a couple wipes. You know, I know it's funny. Like, I've never, never, like, studied TP like that. Um, it's, dude, it's a huge factor. Also, I'm going to say right now. Restaurant like, toilet paper grabs nothing. Um, well, having worked in a hotel for, I don't know, I guess four years, and then working for... I guess another hotel in a sense. Um, not now anymore. But um, definitely used to just take toilet paper. I, I, I have no idea. I'd rather pay. Like I, I would never. I'll, 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 you could hand me as many boxes of free toilet paper. Dude, Tom, Tom, David, and I would literally just take toilet paper, paper towels. Like Tom would do his laundry you there. Flushing paper towels? No, we don't. No, not flushing paper towels. No, paper towels for my kitchen. Okay, good. Yeah, sorry. no. Um, sorry, that was a big jump. And then, honestly, um, also, like, whether you're at home or, like, they're huge on the river, like, when you're on a river trip with the groover, uh, dude wipes. Dude wipes. Oh, well, yeah, dude wipes. Those are, obviously, you gotta have those on deck. But I'm just talking toilet paper. I don't know, yeah. I'd, um, like, I get it. Cottonelle. If you're looking for something to get a good grip. I'll get back to good, that good, when, good clean. When, when Cottonelle, I, uh, man. Game changer. Cool. I'm gonna reach out to them. I'll see check if it out. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsor the podcast. <laughs> what kind of toilet paper do you use? Brought to by Cotton Now. One wipe and you're fresh. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. What, what do you buy? I think. Well, D- Scott, don't tell but, me you buy Kroger. No. No. I mean, what you got? You an Angel Soft guy? No, it's like some like soft. I know, like Charmin's. Is it that might be what it is? With the bears cool. on, yeah. like the teddy bears. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Charmin. They're, nah. the, they're the big boys. They're the big guys yeah, in the game. Yeah, that and I also like. I live in Eastvale, so if I need to go get toilet paper, I just go to Sims, and that sometimes can be rough. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, walk, when they only sell them in like market. two packs or four packs, you know it's going to be not fun. Not but. ideal. No, desperate times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run right. into a situation every once in a while. Yeah. If you go to the store, what size do you buy? Do you buy the the eight pack or the sixteen pack? 
Oh, like 16 usually. Like, yeah. just put them up above the washer and dryer. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, let me ask you this. Do you ever feel weird? Like, people are judging you for buying toilet paper? No. Like, you don't think it's weird, like, walking around, like, big thing, but, like, you don't have people that look at you and be like, oh, look at this guy buying a 16 pack of toilet paper. Yeah, that's, like, that doesn't happen to you? No. I got 10 bathrooms. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I got one and a half here, but I'm yeah. still, like, I'm walking around with a 16 pack and it's just me. And I feel like people look at me like, yo, how many shits? Oh, yeah. Um, no. I does mean, this guy take? No, I would think they were judging me on being like, oh, he's a, he's getting like a better deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never felt awkward buying toilet paper. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe pooped. it's just the times where I'm walking with like a frozen bag of pizza rolls and like wow. dumplings and a fucking pack of Oreos and then I grab a big thing of toilet paper. <laughs> well, yeah, people see you with that lineup and they're like, yeah, that kid's definitely going to shit himself. Dude is trying to blow Speaking of, one like, that, out. that parlays into the next question. Oh, perfectly sure. right into the next question. Yeah. I'm so glad I get to ask, start off with this one for you. Okay. Post diaper. This is where the qualifying years count. Post diaper, you ever yeah. shit yourself? Yeah. Sharding counts, obviously, but you've already said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. How many times? If you can get just get rough estimate, one, like one and a half, two, two maybe three max, three max. That low? Yeah. Man, you're lucky. Um. Yeah. I've wow. Got, wow. Dude, really? I've got, <laughs> damn. Dude, I couldn't count it on two hands. <laughs> wow! <laughs> no way, man. Yeah, no. I think only but like, three yeah, times. Like if you bring sharts into the yeah, that's equation. what I'm saying. Yeah, no. I've had a lot. Yeah, no. I'm like I used to trust farting when I was hungover. Now I don't. So well, I guess if that. I mean, maybe one time as like a kid post diapers so of four, but um, the worst I think was we were. So, uh, dude, I was, uh, I had to be like 26, 25, 26. These These are the best when they're in like your 20s. I I had done some work for my friend's mom around like their house. And like I was working a bunch of stuff there, but she had season tickets to the Yankees in the Jim Beam suite. So I went. My buddy, the, my, do, my buddy. Do they have I, bathrooms in the suite? Yeah, yeah. No, this wasn't. This is just leading up. <laughs> my buddy and I drove up from the beach. He's like a huge Yankees fan, so I brought him. And we took the train in at the park and ride. Have a bunch of drinks, having a good time. Free food, cool. Take the train back all the way to park and ride. Feel fine. Literally like... I'm not even joking, like 10 yards from his car. I thought I had a fire and I didn't. It was more. Just loaded you up. Yeah. um, Did you, don't tell me you sat down. No, I I wasn't getting in the car. I I literally just said to him, I was like, fuck, god damn it, dude. Like I'm walking home. (laughs) We were an hour, an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes from home. (sighs) Um, Yeah, it was... How bad did it smell? Not, not. Was it like a wet one or a log? No, it's no. Have you ever you've sharded like a full log? What? No, it was. Wet, I've, like, I've gotten some. Like, okay, nuggets. And, no, 
pebbles. No. It's just, no. No. And I like cleaned myself up like with paper towels and took like with my boxers. I left my boxers in the parking lot. Yeah, you always got a parking throw them away. garage. You can't keep keep those. There's with you. no. It's a bad no. omen. Oh man! And then yeah, I was clean enough where it didn't smell on the ride home. But we did have the windows open just like in case. Like, but yeah, that was um that was humbling. Yeah. It's always a humbling moment. Never, never done it. Never done it skiing. Um, I I haven't either. I don't. Yeah, no. I've had um, close calls. Yeah, but I've never like truly actually. My like, first time ever sharding, like as an as like an actual more older kid, like a kid, older kid. I think I was a teenager sometime, man, at like a holiday party. Thank God it was at my house. I tried farting. I'm one of my cousins, and uh, yeah, definitely sharded. Ooh. Not, not like on them, but yeah. Well, there was a layer of clothing between it, but two, yeah, technically on them. Yeah, and I. Uh, That's yeah, thank God I was at my house. Went up and changed. That's so. yeah. When you get when you get to do it in a safe space, like where you have the luxury of like. Oh, your that's, own stuff. Thank, that's, uh, that's prime time. I could have easily been at their house or something, just been like, oh man, what am I going to do? Now I got to tell someone. Yeah. Like, I got to, like, sorry guys, I got to go take her or something. What's up? Uh, yeah, no. I don't so, want to talk about it. You What's going on, Matthew? You okay? You can't I'm even fine. Count two hands. You yeah, just shit uh, yourself that many times. As a, yeah, like I said, I used to trust farts when I was hungover, and now I don't. <laughs> and it was. It led to a downfall of a That's lot of funny. underwear and shorts. Cause, you know, I like to lounge around in just a pair of shorts. And, like you know, some of the stuff I, I got, like board in gear, usually. like you know, were white shorts, and those always like, you know, you don't wear white because you're gonna get it dirty. You just never suspect that you're gonna be sitting on your couch in your room, just like you know, smoking a bowl, eating a, you know, bowl of ramen or something, and then just like lean over to let one out, and then <laughs> those fucking shorts ain't white anymore. Um, so yeah, I have yeah. plenty of times. And um, so the reason, the, he, here's the real reason I have this question before I tell one of my stories, because I, I can tell you, like I said, a lot. Um, the reason I ask this is if somebody can't admit to the fact that they've at least shit their pants once out of their diapers, shards included. What about peeing the bed? I don't fucking trust that person. Like peeing I don't the bed pee the bed. Or piss yourself. You've never pissed the bed since you've been like... No. no. Poops. A lot of poops. No piss. I had a dream I was peeing in a urinal and woke up peeing in my bed. That was I have a, the last time a I did it. I have a buddy back rough. east. Uh, he's married. Has I have a buddy two, like this. maybe three kids now. Pisses the bed at least four times a year. Every time this guy drinks, he pees the bed. He gets wasted. Yep. And yeah. he, he Every pees the bed. single time he shout drinks, out, he pisses on the bed. Craig Casparino. And yeah. God bless his wife for sticking by him. Dude. Because... Man. This has been since they were dating too. Like she oh knew, she God. knew what she was signing yeah. up for. Like that's not something you hide. No. Like as a couple, you get drunk together, you spend the night together, and with certain people, you're waking up and piss together. That's that's love, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So if you can't admit to it, I'm to me, you're just not a very trustworthy person. Like you're not, you're a dishonest person. Own your shit. Eyes. Own it. Fucking no pun intended. Your shit. Yeah. No, pun intended. No. Pun intended. Absolutely. Um, so here's a, I'll tell you. Get into that. Tell us why. Yeah, I'll tell you a good one. Uh, so actually there's two that I want to tell, but we'll stick to just one. All right, we'll stick to this one. This one's funnier. Um, so I'm a sophomore in high school. Uh, for homecoming, we had a fucking carnival 
on like the baseball field just below the football field for a week. And, um, you know, obviously Friday night you get the high school homecoming game. My brother's on the team. My parents are going to be in the stands watching. He's a senior. I'm a sophomore. And I'm just like, yeah, man, fuck this. I'm here to go to fucking carnival party with my buddies. Like, they're snatching some booze and some weed. We're going to get fucked up at this thing, right? But at the end of the day, like, my parents are the one driving me home, too. So yeah. that's always like, how did I even get it? Like, that's, remember at the end of the story that my parents had to drive me home. Uh, so we're like, you know, off the end zone, like in the woods, like right by between the road and like the stadium. And my parents are up in the the game's going on. And me and my buddies are sitting in a circle, roasting fucking bulls, you know, <laughs> drinking beers that we stole from our dads. We were mixing whiskey and Gatorade. Uh-huh, just cause it was like yeah. the only, like we're fucking kids. What do we know? Right. Uh, I remember my one buddy takes, uh, he's gets pretty drunk and he takes such a big bull hit. And when he exhales, he just fucking fell backwards just passed out like down so from there like we go into the carnival like we go on the carnival and we're like all right you know fucking munchies right funnel cakes fried oreos like we're getting the fucking works getting all the terrible shit and then we're going on all these rides and you know we're 14 15 year old kids fucked up at a carnival and there's this one ride it's called the starship i think starship 3000 and it's like uh Dude, it was so bad. Uh, so it's like these little gondola cars where you like sit two people, two facing one way, two facing exactly another way. It tilts about, up yeah. on an angle and it spins and then yeah. it goes in reverse, right? Yeah. It's like you're going to get dizzy if, you, if you're sober on this thing. So I'm on the fucking ride and I fucking, as soon as it starts going backwards, I feel like, oh man. This sounds like the scene from fucking Sandlot. Yeah. Where they do the chew. But instead of fucking <laughs> puking, I'm literally on this thing shitting. No. My pants. Oh, no. And I'm not like, this isn't a shart. I am shitting. Oh, God. My pants. All right. I finally get off the ride. And you know, I got, you know, this is still. <laughs> might, some people might find it amazing. We had cell phones. But like I get the, you know, the call from my parents. Hey, we're getting in the car. We'll go pick you up by the porta potties. And I was like, oh, sweet. The porta potties. And then I'm like, I don't have fucking time. Like I didn't have time to go Shut into up. the porta potties to change out of them. I got in the car oh. with my parents. That's, oh, man. And did you, you didn't even put a towel down or anything? Just sat right in it. Did you have cloth or leather seats? Uh, I don't remember the car that we were taking that day. I think it were. I think they were leather. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Oh man. But I opened the window and it's a fucking fall night in New York where it's chilly and my dad's like, "Close the window." I was like, "Uh, I don't want to close the window." I'm like, luckily we didn't live far from like our high school campus, That's so like I roll up the window. And my dad's like, "You fucking fart." I was like, no, I didn't fart, Dad. I <laughs> know. <laughs> he looks at my mom. You fucking fart? She goes, no, honey, I didn't fart. He was like, well, somebody fucking farted. And I'm sitting in the back. I was like, I don't know, man. Just crack the window. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, it's cold. We're almost home. And I get out of the car. I just run right upstairs. Shit pants in the fucking, right in the trash. Shower. Like, wipe up a little bit and go right in the shower. And like, meanwhile, again, high as fuck. Drunk. 15 years old my bum should be watching my brother play his senior game and i'm just like nah, i'm shitting my pants <laughs> that's so good <laughs> oh man that's just that's just one of them that's like, like of the two i wanted to tell that was the best one um yeah the i'll yankees, save the other the one yankees, for another the episode. yankees game is my best one for sure i've got a shot at yankee stadium 
like nice. like a solid one in the stadium i had to like throw my underwear away in the stadium i was like that's not too much of a highlight story that was just i was drunk at a baseball game eating hot dogs and then i leaned to fart and i was like oh shit i thought i was just sweaty and i was like no i wasn't sweaty <laughs> like pretty bad Dude. <laughs> yeah just... all right all right on to the next one what is your favorite dad joke or dirty joke? No, and dirty joke. Oh, and dirty joke. And dirty joke. What's my favorite? Okay. Oh. My favorite. I don't have like an all-time favorite. There's too many good ones. <coughs> my current favorite. Oh, God, my girlfriend's going to hear this. She's going to be like, Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't believe he's saying this one again. How does a cat like his steak cooked? Rare. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's perfect, right? Like that's such a well, well developed. Like I don't like I'm not taking credit for making it up at any point in my life, but that is like fucking great dad joke right there. Like that is prime, prime time right there. <laughs> All right, oh a dirty joke. Um. This one is actually qualifies as a dad joke too because my dad's the one who told it to me. Uh, guy's been seeing this girl and he goes into a pharmacy like they're having their big night, like they're gonna finally have sex. So he goes in and he buys just a big box of condoms. He's like, "Oh man, I just gotta go get some more condoms." Big box of condoms. Walks up to the cashier, puts them down, and the cashier goes. Did you, do you need a bag? And he goes, no, no, she's good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my dad man. told me that the morning of my 33rd birthday. That was what he, that was like his birthday gift to me was that joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And again, so again, it's like a, it's a double, double entendre there. It's a dad joke and a dirty one. But oh, yeah, dude. those are... I got over over the rest of these sessions, guys. I will tell you a dad joke every single time because I have no shortage of these things, none whatsoever. <laughs> All right, your turn. Dad joke. What do you got? Um, I just have one for you. If you need to go to the dirty joke first and scroll back, we can do that. Yeah, we might. All um, right, give me a dirty one. This I actually just heard this last night. From some kid um, This is classic Kids always have The dirtiest jokes Yeah man um, And he even The best part was He just moved here And he He like Tied everything in And he was like So Banging Hit me with it uh, Kid went to Nottingham <clears throat> Woke up early He's on East Coast time Lives over in Avon Went to Nottingham and he's like going for a jog around the lake. And when he's starting, he sees this girl like crying, like over, like in a wheelchair um, on the dock, like hanging out. He goes over, he's like, hey, what's up? Like, you all right? Like, what's going on? She's like, I'm just, I've never had a boyfriend or like been with a guy or anything. Like, no one ever looks at me as pretty, blah, blah. And he's like, it's okay. Like, I've never been on a date. She, he's like, well, if you ever want to go out one time, like, 
we can go out for like some coffee or something. Yeah, here's my digits. And so he's just like, all right, goes, does a lap, comes around. Um, girl's crying even harder, like bawling her eyes out. He goes over. He's like, hey, what's up? Like I thought, like she's like, can I be honest? Like I've never been kissed. I've never even been fucked by a guy. And he's like, well, we can work something out. She's like, really? He's like, yeah, come, come here. And he picks her up, throws her in Nottingham and says, yeah, now you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, there's so many ways I thought that was going. Yeah, that's not where that I thought it was. not where I was thought it was going. That's, oh, man. Nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. Now you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all right. Uh, what did uh, scroll it? Scroll it back to the dad joke. What did one casket say to the other? What is that? You coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have never heard that one. No. That's br- I love that. But in tribute to my grandfather, the best is he's like you know how they named uh, Staten Island since we were talking about Long Island, Staten Island stuff yeah, before. The boroughs. Yeah, when they were coming over on the ship. All the people on the ship were like, huh, Staten Island? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those yeah. fucks with their That's accents. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, like, amazing that the Wu-Tang Clan doesn't rap with a fucking Staten Island accent. I like, they, you don't really hear it. Because, like, yeah. when you meet someone from Staten Island, you're like, holy shit, how did you survive this long? Yeah. And, like, get that far. It's also crazy how, like, all those places are so close but have such different yeah. accents. What do, you, what do you think is worse, Staten Island or Boston? Boston. Boston? Oh, man. It's close. It yeah, I mean, huh. It's close. Argentinian. Oh, I'm saying between oh, those sorry. two. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> we could run it as a series. Like whatever wins this week goes up against. Like we'll, we'll pull for what like Boston versus. Dude, I think Staten Island versus. I think Boston's worse. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, Staten Island's bad, like really bad. It's like trashy. Yes, Boston, it's almost like, like I know it's up north. Uneducated, trashy. Oh, it's yeah. just like it's almost kind of like. A southern draw, no, but in its own bah. terrible way. Yeah. Get the car. Just Go to the bad. Like everyone's a drunk. Meet my friend Tyla. Everyone's just a drunk. <laughs> just fucking like. I mean, they're not as bad as New Yorkers as far as people are concerned. But at the end of the no. day, like I can't stand yeah, hearing them talk. So I'm sorry to any Bostonian or Mass Mass no, well, that's out there. I'm no good a New Yorker myself, but I'm sorry your accent sucks. Staten Island's not bad though. Like, <laughs> let me sorry, they are bad. They're fucking terrible. All right. Do you have a booze you won't ever drink again? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? I mean, I can't say I won't ever drink it if it's mixed, but huh, ever clear. I'm, I'm at an age where I don't need to drink ever clear. Okay. Um. Yeah. Real, real. What was the day that led to never drinking it again? What happened? Well, I drank it after this. 
Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. So what was, what was the day that you first swore, I'm never drinking that shit again? I think I was, I was a fre- sophomore, freshman, or soph- freshman or sophomore in college. Went over to my buddy's house. Dude, yeah. Damn. Drinking that shit early. And he didn't have anything really to drink, but he had Everclear. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So your boy. You'd never had it before? No. Oh, so this is the first time you had it at the same time the last time you had it? Well, second no. to last. Well, uh, yeah, fifth to last. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, first time, you know. It was never this bad. After that, like, makes me, yeah, I'll tell you about that. With it. Oh, well, I mean, like, I've made some apple pie moonshine in my day. Stuff's tasty. Yeah, no, moonshine's good. The Everclear tastes, like, terrible. Um, yeah, you just mix it with apple cider. No, I didn't mix it with anything. I'll tell you this. Oh. I poured a, I filled a red Solo cup with rock, like, ice, basically, to the top, and then proceeded to fill the cup with Everclear. And I drank a straight cup of Everclear. Fuck. Um, he only had a one can of Minute Maid lemonade. Ooh. And I was trying to, like, sip and chase it. And I got to the point where I was just like, I drank, I want to say, maybe. How far down the cup were you until you, before half. you got drunk? You drank half and then fell Oh, no, it. no. I didn't even feel No, because I, dude, I finished it probably pretty quick. It wasn't but like. about halfway through, you were like. So okay, halfway through, I take the rest of the can of Minute Maid and pour it into it. And it's probably like <laughs> three quarters of the way fill. And I'm like, yo, man, like I need something to chase this with. He's like, all I got is milk. And you know, oh. I, I like milk. Like everybody knows I like milk. I do too. I've got no problems with it. No and corals. So I said, give me the fucking milk. But you were and mixing I took with a, lemonade. No, I didn't mix it. I took another No, glass. I'm saying you were mixing the moonshine with lemonade? The Everclear, yeah. And sorry, uh, yeah. Everclear, sorry. I had a glass of milk and I chugged the entire <sighs> rest of the cup of the Everclear and lemonade. Oh. And then slammed the glass of milk. And I was like, I'm oh, cool. Oh, jeez Louise, man. Um, I can just feel your stomach rumbling on that one. Oh, this is a really bad story to tell. But... We're well, already the, this, into it. That also, this also might follow up to the next last question of. I, I don't know think that it dude. does. Uh, a story that your parents or your girlfriend would be upset with. Yep, here you go. <laughs> We're just gonna. Holy shit! Two man. birds with one I, stone. Here we go, baby. <laughs> oh man! Please don't judge me for that. I, I was on a cup of Eric so After we drink that, we go to my this other kid's house. Like we're in the same apartment complex. Like in the apartment complex, there's like all different buildings. All within like a 30 second walk of each other. And we go to my one buddy's house. We're like hanging out and I really start to get hit by this. I don't even realize like I'm probably instantly blacked out. And they have a like airsoft BB gun. Like handgun, the um, metal BB or like the pellet. I think it was a metal BB one. They 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 took those fucking things. They they unloaded it like it wasn't loaded or anything. There wasn't anything in it, but there was no orange tip on it. (laughs) And so yes, reckless. And so I'm just like sitting there, wasted, like bang, 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 like just fucking around, not pulling pulling trigger, just saying bang, (laughs) (laughs) and. It was like, I guess, 
earlier in the year and it was still nice out so the front door was open and I'm sitting on the couch directly across from the front door and I don't know what my thought process was anything I, I with the gun in my hand BB gun that is um I get up off the couch and sprint like Sometimes. sprint out like the Forrest door Gump. I just got I running. just felt not running and they said by the time I got by the time they got to the door in the balcony I was down the stairs and turning the corner and running into the middle of the courtyard where I run over to another building where my friends live. Holding a BB gun. Yeah. Um, and um, I feel like, uh, don't judge me. I, I, um, I, so fuck, I go in. I go in my friend's house, their apartment, and there's two freshmen. One kid's on, so they're swimmers. They're all my friends. And uh, one of the kids that's a freshman on the same team. <laughs> one of their s- freshman swimmers brought his buddy over to smoke weed. And my buddy, my buddy's room. I won't put people's names in this. No, you don't have to put the names on it. And so the door's closed. I hear him in there. And mind you, the two kids that are freshmen that are smoking in there don't know me. And I kick kick the door in (laughs) With the gun And I'm like Get the fuck on the ground Freeze Like (laughs) Smoking weed Like dude Yeah Like Full blown like Fucking police I'm like Sting operators Get on the fucking ground So the one kid Gets up Like Just runs And the other kid That doesn't know me I knew the one kid, I think. The other one I didn't. Kid I don't know. He's like uh, like on the ground. And he's trying to look. And I'm like, don't look. Don't fucking look at me. Like <laughs> my buddy, uh, that my buddy whose room it is and house it is, is like cracking up thinking, like knowing it's a joke. <laughs> but like, what the fuck are you doing? And this kid's like, please don't shoot me. Like, and <sighs> dude, he was like crying. I felt I had no idea. What, I, I had no idea I did this until they told me. Um, and then That'd so, clear, man. yeah, and then uh, this that's just that's just, we're just getting there. I get brought over to, <laughs> um, he brings me to my buddy Downey's girlfriend's apartment. Do you um, still have the BB gun at this point? No, they they disarmed me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, dude. <laughs> and that and that whole hostage situation went on a lot longer than I'm leading on. Um, oh God, I, I, this I, is beautiful. But then that kid and I, Tom, we became friends. Uh, well, you got a funny story to start it off with. Yeah, you better become yeah, friends with at least um, one of them. Because I apologized to him, obviously, and like we became friends. They were like, but God, yeah, I made that, that kid cry. Like, I, I mean, I, he probably thought he was. Uh, you just know. looking at me like this. Don't ever drink Everclear. So they bring me <laughs> over to yeah, uh, <laughs> my buddy Downey's now his wife, her apartment right next to Downey's. That I'm there for a little while. I don't know. I got brought to another place where I go to my buddy Ken's house. They bring me up there, and 
I didn't, but they tried to get me to drink dip spit. Uh, uh, I wasn't, but I was, st- I was still, I couldn't speak. I was just making noises, they said, but I would, I knew I couldn't, like, that wasn't good. But, so, I pass out there. <laughs> I proceeded to get sharpied, obviously, like. Nice. I don't know if kids know this, but, like, yeah, if you used to pass out with your shoes on, like, laced up. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, you're getting drawn on. You take your shoes off, you're safe. Yeah. I used that. to I used to sit down on couches and parties, take my shoes off, and yell at everybody, yo, shoes are off, and yep. just literally pass the fuck out. <laughs> and <laughs> so I wake up, I don't know what time, uh, early, early, like before dawn or close to it, like I'd say it's sunrise, like 536. Okay. Um... I take a blanket because I have no jack, no like hoodie or anything. I have nothing. I have. I, I think I have my phone. Like I think they let me keep my phone, but my wallet. I mean that's good. Keys, everything, gone. So I take this wolf blanket <laughs> and proceed to start walking home. How far is home? About a mile. I mean, that's and not a too, quarter of my, That's yeah, not no. too bad. But so I walk down the main road. With a wolf know. blanket. Yeah, I thought like that was better than walking through campus. <laughs> but even though the main road kind of went through campus, it was better than walking through like. But either way, walking down the main road. It was too early for people to be out, so I should have probably just gone through campus. But you see all the. I was. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I was still blacked out. I will get to. I mean, so I. People are stopping and slowing down, like, staring at me. I'm like, what? Like, cool, I have a blanket. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Because I don't know. I've been sharpied. Um, so I get all the way home, don't have my keys. I bang on the door until my roommate, like, opens the door. He's like, holy shit. So I go in. I see my face. I'm like, god damn it. Um, all the markers. Yeah, and not What once, was the worst thing they did? Um... Probably a swastika. Oh, yeah. It had to be. Yeah. Like, I had dicks all over me. That's a a given. Yeah. Um, And when I saw myself, I was like, no wonder people were slowing down and staring. So I proceed to... Like, oh, look at it. It's Charles Manson with a bunch of dicks (laughs) on his face. Scrub scrub my fucking... (laughs) Dude, I had to scrub, dude. I had to scrub my face. It hurt so bad. And the whole reason is, I'm still wasted, but I am... Was a char- I am a good student. Sharpies? I am a good student, yeah. Oh, I'm a good student, so I'm deciding to go to my 925, I think. Yeah, my 925 class. I think it was a 925 in the morning. Maybe. So that's how early I was up. Maybe it was 1050, but either way, I was going to class. Yeah. And. Slight remnants of dick on your face. Slight, yes. And my arms were covered like terribly um i couldn't take off my hoodie in class i was sweating profusely i get to class Mm -hmm. it's a child development class oh yeah and i don't know um perfect the kid next to me (laughs) is like the kid next to me who i knew was like yo are you all right i was like yeah i'm fine like he's like he's like you reek and i was like all right like i don't even um so we we have a guest speaker I'm so sorry, mom and dad. We have a guest speaker <laughs> that starts talking about something that doesn't have to do with child development. 
And in my drunken stupor still, I raise my hand and have the audacity to go. This is like, I don't know, five, ten minutes into this talk. Oh, boy. And I go, hand goes, and she's like, yes. And I said, can I just ask you something? Um, how does this pertain to child development? And she's like, excuse me? I said, this class is child development, and this does not seem to have anything to do with that subject. And the kid next to me is like, are you serious? It's in a lecture. <laughs> and I was just like, excuse me. And I was like, this I'm sorry. Dumb. I just started packing my stuff. I was like, I'm going to excuse myself. Have a great day. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. So I, okay. I then went and long story short, gathered all my belongings slowly and got passed around. Mm hmm. And retrace my steps. That's always yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That sorry God. for that long winded story, but yeah, no, there's a lot that's, in that one. No, that's okay. Just don't drink moonshine and play with BB guns. <sighs> yes. Well as long as <laughs> sorry, they're not, not loaded, but yeah, no, it was not, not good. Ever clear. Yeah. yeah, that shit's deadly. That'll fuck you up. Won't make you go blind apparently, but <laughs> Oh, I got talked to by the uh, athletic trainers because I was playing football and I asked them. Because I couldn't get when ready you for say practice. Football, do you mean soccer or football? No, football. Nice. I was a place kicker. Good. And uh, yeah, the trainers. I asked if they had stuff to take Sharpie off, and they they literally said, "Let's see the damage." Oh. And in the athletic, the college athletic training room, make me made me take my shirt off. Oh man! With everyone getting ready, like for practices, everyone that needed to be in the athletic training room, and then yeah. I got pulled into an office and talked to about how I could have gone blind. <laughs> all this stuff, yeah. Stuff will fuck you up. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I I got a my I wish my story was a two for one like yours, but unfortunately the story I'll tell you about my beverages is uh my parents already know about it and that's part of the story. Uh but Long Island iced teas. Fuck that shit. That is the worst drink ever. And even being like as a bartender now, seeing how they're like knowing how what it actually gets made is the oh god, it's just awful. Um, Simple, but okay, I'll dive into this one. So, <coughs> Long Island iced teas at the bar that we went to in college, uh, which is in Hempstead, which next to Hempstead is the town of Uniondale, and Uniondale is a pretty rough, rough area. Um, there's these sets of bars. There's Nacho Mama's Cantina. Dizzy Lizard Saloon and McKeebs, and they're all owned by the same place. So, like, if you go get your stamp at one of them, um, like you're good at the oh, other you can two. Go to the others, yeah, so you can just walk out of that one, go down the street, and go to the next one, and show your stamp, and you're in. Like, it's pretty dope. Um, and they did great deals. It's just fucking college bars. The yeah, shitty, <laughs> yeah, the shittiest things about them was, it was like 18 to get in, 21 to party. So basically any 15 or 16 year old with an 18 ID was able to get in. There was a bar my freshman year that let you use your college ID to get in. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Holy shit. They probably got shut down quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like a year, year later. Um, but it's like, so they did on Fridays, it was happy hour. Happy hour starts at four. Uh, so we would get out of morning practice, go to uh, the calf grab some food, go back to the dorms, shower, hop into one per, like, get some freshmen to fucking drive us. 
or someone low on the team and just be like, yo, you're fucking driving us today. You don't got an ID? Fuck yeah, you're driving us. <laughs> and those with you with IDs just got to hop in. So my buddy had this white Chrysler van and he just gutted the seats out of it. Didn't load it with anything. It was just gutted. And we would just pack 15 dudes into the back of this thing and just drive over blasting 3-6 Mafia. Like, Slob on my knob. Like, come on the cop. Fucking 15 white dudes playing lacrosse just singing 3-6 Mafia. Fucking image there for you. <laughs> and <laughs> it was five bucks to get in. And all you can drink beer. Also, you're allowed to bring your own cup. And they'll fill whatever you bring. So, like, we were reasonable human beings. We went to the nearest fucking Target or Walmart, wherever there was, and just grabbed, like, giant steins, like, mugs, <laughs> and then just, like, put string around it and made necklaces of it. So, at the end of the night, yeah. you didn't have to fucking, like, lug it around. You just keep it around your neck. Um, other typical, long, like, this is the most typical Long Island shit. Dudes would bring old protein powder jars. that they would just wash out after they were done using it and be like, yo, fill this fucking beer for me. And it's like, dude, fuck you. Like, you're gonna, like, whatever. But at least he gets filled up and he doesn't have to come back for a while because he's got a plan of it. And eventually, down the line, they changed it to, like, hey, you just get, like, we've got these three kegs. And when the three kegs are gone, you're done. But it went till six. And then at six, it was designated, like, the first person to use the bathroom ends happy hour. Oh. So, blockades. This place like definitely got shut down. Oh, yeah. They lasted a long time, <laughs> yeah. but they did get shut down. But they would set up a block. People would literally set up just a blockade at the bathrooms and go, you ain't fucking this up for us. Like, we're still drinking for free. Because then, after somebody goes to the bathroom, they play the national anthem. Everybody's wasted. The doors open. It's 6.30 in the evening. Sunny as shit, and you're blacked out drunk. And then from open beer, it goes to a $2 pitcher and a $3 Long Island iced tea special. Until 8 o'clock. Oh. Nobody makes it past 8 o'clock when it comes to happy hour. No. Like you go home. But you're walking out as the night people are coming in. Some people stay and die. I inevitably go to the Long Island iced tea after my beers. I'd be staying and going to Long Islands. I didn't stay by my own free will. I, like, I was controlled to stay there by Long Island iced teas. I think Long Island's a good night. Like I don't drink them anymore because yeah. I'm an adult, but like, yeah, I used to go to a casino and just pound through <laughs> Long Island. Well, I mean, scenario-wise, that's pretty smart. But, so, open bar ends. I'm like, all right. I can call my roommate in a little bit and get a ride home. This is perfect. I was living with like a couple of my buddies at a time. We had an off-campus place. And, uh, <coughs> me. so I go up to the bartender. I was like, listen, hit me with two, two Long Islands. Here's a 20. Comes back, gives my change. By the time he like gives me my drinks, I give him the money. By the time he comes back with my change, I've already fucking slammed one of these Long Island STs. Mind you, I've been here since four, drinking all the beer I can drink for two and a half hours, which is a lot, mind you. And then now I'm just slugging Long Islands. So I slug one down, and then I start sipping on the other one casually like a normal drink. And I look at my watch, and I'm like, all right. I'll hit my buddy up here in a minute. I'll go get one more round of drink. One more drink. Yeah, no, you didn't. Hit him up. Go up to the bar. Another two Long Islands. Same thing. Here's the money. Slam one. Comes back. Gives me my change. Now I'm sipping on this last one. Still conscious. Like, still not blacked out. But I can tell you the exact moment I blacked out. As soon as I text, like, get that drink, I text my buddy. Hey, man, just come scoot me. He goes, yeah, I'll be there in, like, 20 minutes. All right, perfect. Finish this on 20 minutes, no problem. He texts me around the corner. It's like, all right, 
finish my drink, throw it in the trash, open the double doors, gone. That's the last thing I like, can clearly remember. Just a block down from the bar is a Popeye's chicken. I walk to Popeye's because I'm going to get some fucking chicken when I'm drunk. Okay. Why not? I am so drunk that I can't find my roommate. I'm in this Popeye's chicken. So I go to my phone. My roommate who's picking me up is Dan. I call dad mm -hmm. at nine o'clock at night, belligerently drunk Just in a Popeye's chicken an hour and 20 minutes from where they live. And I'm like, I need a fucking ride. I am at Popeye's. <laughs> I need to get home. And my dad's oh my like, God. he's like, like, what the fuck? Oh my fucking God. It's nine o'clock at night. This is my fucking son. 19. So he gets in 19 years drive. old. No. Oh. Um, I lose my phone. A couple hours later, I come, I like to call it a resurrection, but I come out of my blackout still awake. And I'm just walking down some street. I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, Uniondale, the town over, again, very dangerous, precisely where I am. I have no phone. I have no wallet. I have nothing. <laughs> I flag down some taxi. I'm like, hey, man, listen, if you can get me home, I will pay you double. But I have, I lost my wallet and I lost my phone. I need to get home. Hey, Long Island, people ditch so many cabs. You're not allowed in unless they, you give your money up front. And they tell you what your fare is. Like, it's going to be 20 bucks if you pay up front. If you don't do that, they don't give you a ride. So I'm looking at this guy. I was like, dude, fucking please. I will pay you double. Please. Like, I need to get home. Doesn't give me the ride. And I was like, can you at least point me back to, and I was like, it was Northern, Bo uh, Northern Boulevard. No, Hempstead Avenue. It's like, can you point me back to the direction of Hempstead Avenue? And he looks at me and his eyes drop. And he goes, where? I was like, oh, uh, shit. Hempstead Avenue. He goes, turn around. You're walking away from it. You're about two and a half miles from the road. So I walk back two and a half miles, still fucking hammered, get to the main road. And I don't recognize anything from nearby the bars that we were at. So like, I'm far away from where I'm supposed to be. I start walking back. It was like, okay, this way brings me where I not to go. This way brings me the way I need to go. So I started going the way I need to go. It's probably like three or four miles in. I'm hitchhiking down the side of Hempstead Avenue. Some guy finally fucking picks me up. Goes, I saw you when I was driving the other way, and I've been fucked up before. And if I said if I saw you again, I'd pick you up, give you a ride wherever you're going. I was like, Oh my god, dude, thank you so much. So fucking, I'm fucking hammered, dude. I lost my phone. I lost my wallet, which is probably something you don't say to a stranger when you're that fucked up, and they're get you're just getting in their car. Yeah. Um, but I was smart enough to have him drop him off me off like a block away from where I actually lived. Yeah. And when I get, to like get out of the car, thank you so much, man. Like, I, I don't know. He goes, don't worry about it. Just get a good night's rest, dude. I like, all right, thank God. Um, I get home. My roommate's fucking sitting in the living room. Where the fuck were you, dude? What, I've been trying to call you. I was like, uh, dude, I've lost my phone. I lost my wallet. I have no idea what's happened tonight. All I remember is walking out of the bar and then just coming back to walking down some fucking street and hitchhiking home. He goes, what? I was like, yeah, I got to go to bed. It's four in the morning and I got to work tomorrow morning at like nine. Jeez. So I wake up in the morning, go to work, use my work phone to call my dad and be like, hey, just so you know, I was out last night. And I lost my phone. He goes, oh, I know. Called me for a ride from Popeye's. You don't remember that? And I was like, oh, 
Fuck. My dad literally threatens to put me in AA. Like, I'm about to drive out to Long Island, pack up all your shit from your house with your friends, bring you home, and put you in AA. Yeah. Here's your mother. <laughs> this uh, is the, God bless my mom, the sweetest fucking woman in the world. Her immediate response is, well, did you learn your lesson? I was like, yeah. Don't drink Long Island iced teas. Don't drink more than you really need to. She goes, okay. If we have this conversation again, there's going to be, a, that's when it's a problem. But today, I think the hangover is enough punishment for you. <laughs> Let alone the hangover. I had wandered. I f- somebody found my wallet. And I had my brother's business card in there with like a ICE in case of emergency call this number. And it was my yeah. brother. Like always my brother. And he <laughs> gets like, I get a hold of him. And he's like, yeah, so this guy has your wallet. It got turned into a police officer. He's over at this address. And by the time you get off work, that's where it'll be. It's like, all right, perfect. At least I can get this back. My wallet was outside of a temple. <laughs> like... And there was a Jewish ceremony going on, and I'm parking my car and walking up to the police over like, do you have my wallet? <laughs> Everyone walking like ceremony and shit, just passing me by, looking like this fucking sinner. <laughs> oh man! I clock. I looked at the guy who goes, "What happened with you last night?" I was like, "I was over at uh, McKeebs for happy hour, and I just got drunk and started wandering in the wrong direction." He goes, he looks at me, he goes, "McKeebs? That's like eight miles from here." <laughs> <laughs> I had walked a collective rough 13 to 16 miles that night, oh blacked out drunk. So you can imagine how difficult my legs felt the next day because drunk walking is wobbling and balancing. Yeah. So my hamstrings were so locked up. My calves were locked up, everything. I could barely like bend down at all. Yeah, but that's... Long Island iced teas, never again. That was the last time. I don't even t- like... I won't even test taste them as a bartender. Fuck you. If you're ordering this drink, you deserve what you get from it because it is awful <laughs> and you need to learn your lesson. So that is a hundred percent my fucking never drink it again. Yeah. No. Whiskey would be my other one. That's a, we'll save that one for a different day though. But yeah. fucking Long Island iced teas, man. It's the only, also that's the only time I've ever lost a phone ever, ever. I never Luckily lost I, one. yeah, I had one at like my old Not place. Uh, like when I was living, like I had an old one and I yeah. decided to go to the AT&T store and get a new SIM card and it was boom, back on my feet with an old phone. Huh. But it was the only phone I've ever lost in my entire life. So yeah, I, no. at least I got that going I've for me. i lost one. That's good. Not once. <sighs> well, don't drink Long Island iced teas, man. Yeah. Fucking lose that shit. All right. And since you had a twofer, it's, it's back to me on this one. But uh, a story that my girlfriend or parents would be upset about. There's not too much my parents don't know. I'm like, I've been pretty open with it, but, you know, all right, so, Annabelle, I do apologize, but this is, this is going to go back to college, uh, not the McKeebs, but at the Dizzy Lizard Saloon, so the, uh, one of the other two bars that were owned by that place, um, this was the year that they were hosting happy hour, so, another happy hour, sorry, (laughs) fucking, this place was just chaotic, um, there's this little pizza place next door, University Pizza, and... When you were so drunk, it was the best pizza in the world. I ate it sober once as the DD, and it was just a hot fucking pie of garbage. It was <laughs> fucking awful. But what everybody, like, you never questioned it when you were shit-faced. Yeah. It was like a $2 slice right next door to the bar. You walk out, you get a slice, and then you can walk right back into the bar. Fucking amazing. But you eat it sober, worst fucking food ever. Um, so me and a couple of my buddies were like, yeah, we're going to get a fucking pizza break. Be back in a few, boys. 
We walk out, we go next door, we're sitting down at this table, and these four or five girls sit at the table next to us. And we're probably about 5.36, yeah, 5.36 o'clock, so the end of happy hour. We're sitting there, and we overhear them talking about, like, giving giving blowjobs and shit. And, like, we're sitting there like, yeah, we want to listen to this. What's up? What do you got? What are you talking about? My drunk ass literally looks at a girl dead in her face and goes, hey, I just want to ask you. Um, so, like, if a girl's sucking a cock, like, what does she get out of that? Oh, God. <laughs> The girl's jaw just fucking drops to the floor and looks at me. She goes, are you fucking serious with that question? And I immediately, immediately just go, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That was, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I apologize. That was really fucking rude. I'm sorry. And I just turned right back around, finished my pizza. And, like, that. I thought that was the end of it. Like, I, I said something stupid. I realized it. I apologized. But I still asked that question. We go back for pizza break number two. I walk out of the bar, and that girl with her friends and a couple friends that weren't sitting at the table are still standing right outside the pizza place. And the one girl that I said it to goes, oh, there he is. (laughs) Her friend comes straight over to me and goes, who the fuck asks a question like that? Whack. Straight across the fucking face. This girl had rings on. The next day, I had a bruise along my, like, right under my eye, just swelled up with just, like, lines from her rings. And the bartenders, uh, the bouncers, like, yoke me up. Apparently, they thought I hit her. And I was oh, like, I'm, I'm being pulled back. I was like, whoa, guys. And nobody's grabbing her. She's still swinging at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, I don't even know who this girl is. And it's not the girl that I even said it to. It's just her friend that just, you know, took the charge on it. And I'm looking at the fucking, like, now the owner of this place. I'm 19. No, actually, no, I'm 18 at this time. So I'm underage drinking at this dude's bar with a fake ID. And the owner's outside fucking talking to me because he's happened to be sitting outside when this all happened. And I'm like, listen, man, I like I like I recognize one of the girls in the group over there I, at the pizza place next door earlier. I said something fucking really stupid to her. I really shouldn't have said it, but I apologize. Like, I felt bad. I offered to buy her like food, drinks, like my bad. And then next thing you know, I'm walking out of the bar and some girl's smacking me in the fucking face. And he goes, all right, man, well, here's here's the story. You ain't coming back in tonight. Because I know you're not 21. So go home. We'll, we'll, we'll hail you a cab, but go home. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Can I, like, can you just open the door? Some of my friends are standing right there. Can I just, like, tell them? And he goes, I'll, I'll open the door, point me your friends, and I'll go let them know. I was like, all right, sweet. As I'm sitting there waiting for the cab, guess who comes around the corner again? That girl. Same fucking girl. The bouncers finally yoke her up. Girl gets dropped. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, God. I'm so fucking sorry about all this shit. So, Annabelle, I do apologize. Mom and dad know that story. And that's the story that my mom heard and looked at me and goes, I didn't raise a son to be like that. I was like, oh, oh. fuck. If there's ever a bitch slap that your mom could give you, that's I have a some, good one. I have some other stories that are things that I have embarrassed. Right. No, my parents know about, but. I mean, we're, we can, we're not great times. We'll get yeah, into it another we'll, Yeah, episode. we'll save those for next episode. So we got we got oh, a lifetime of shit to go through. There's some rich ones. Yeah. All right. So that that actually right there 
is our final question on I know that dude. Yeah, for sure. So episode. now now y'all folks know a little bit more about me and G here. Yeah. Just a little bit. Fucking degenerates. Yeah. Reforming ourselves. Yeah, no. Come along come a long way. Well, you know, come a long way from that cup of Everclear. <laughs> I've come a long way since I was eighteen and nineteen years old saying stupid shit, drinking Long Island iced tea. Yeah. And then I got to whiskey and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be better and that turned into a way worse situation. Drink tequila. If you're gonna drink anything, it's better. Also gin. Yeah. Gin is fantastic. It's really easy on the hangover. Not a lot of people know that. It's a rough flavor profile to get over. I'll I'll admit mm. that to people. Um all right we'll finish this one yeah okay thanks for tuning uh, in to the lift line we'll just do one quick uh, instagram question today uh today i put on the story for veil dude news i'll just pop a question in something to ask us uh we already did what was her face uh melky yeah melky fresh's question so we'll do one more for today uh and this one's coming from our boy justin what up juice He's a former Vail guy, moved down to Denver, came to Tunnel Trash. And then from there, he's now on the East Coast down in North Carolina, eating all types of barbecue. But he sends in... Are you talking Keith or Justin? This is Justin. Justin? Justin, yeah. Keith's question we'll save for the nice. next one. All right. Um, we'll, we'll try to call him in to answer that one. Gotcha. But Justin asks, if you could be a style of pants, what style uh, would they be and why? I know what kind. Of, I have a, I have a vision of what kind of pants you would be. But I want to hear what you have to say first. Right. Uh, like if you were a style of pants, what kind of style of pants would you be? Why? Uh, like do board shorts count? Yeah, I guess you I count. Guess. I'll count. We'll count board shorts. Oh, well, I guess not. I, Says you're pretty laid back. Well, yeah, but I guess like an elastic waistband tuxedo pant because comfort. Yeah, I'm classy. Classy but with comfort. Laid back and yeah. relaxed. So that kind of goes like with your mullet theme. <laughs> and this is and here's here here's the pair of pants I've I envisioned for you is bell bottoms. Dude, you know that's funny. Because yeah. <laughs> up top they look normal, like yeah, it's all business up here. And then you get down to the bottom, and it's like oh, but we party. There's a lot of flair. <laughs> a lot of flair. That's funny. I almost said that. <laughs> that's so good. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. My vision of you as a pair of pants is you. You are bell bottoms to me. <laughs> I'll take cool. board shorts though. That's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty lax dude. And then like yeah, the. Elastic waistband tuxedo pants. Like, yeah, I'm here for a classy time, but yeah. I'm also here to have a good time. I like that. Yeah. Um, what about you? If I had to be a pair of pants? <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I, hmm. I'd be a fucking fresh pair of corduroys. Got texture to me. Yeah. It goes back to like the Cottonelle toilet paper thing. I like texture. Okay. Yeah. It's, you, on, it's on the lines. Did you hear about the corduroy pillows? They're making headlines nationwide. Oh, <laughs> fucking perfect. <laughs> fucking perfect. Yeah. We'll close that out on that one. That's <laughs> fucking beautiful right there. All right, folks. Well, we appreciate you. That's part one of episode one. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. We got part two. A uh, little, little heads up on part two. We've got uh, 
We'll just do like a basic like, hey, welcome back. What are you guys doing, you fucking assholes? Uh, but uh, we will cover the 100-day season. And then kind of the theme and culture in ski towns being party culture and kind of like how to balance that shit because it's kind of a big thing in our town recently. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. But here recently, it's definitely been a big, big thing. People making scenes and getting out of hand um but also at the same time like <laughs> kind of how it's almost like an encouraged type thing like an understood like this is what you're supposed to do uh but how party culture can really cut into it and then we'll finish out with uh some more questions from instagram uh but uh yeah, yeah. episode one guys we did it later we are the bill dude news this is the lip line thank you for tuning in peace later motherfuckers